0: Hello everybody, welcome to Arsenal X, NGR Radio's Xbox Podcast. As always, we have to throw up the X. Yes, because we're about to throw down. It is your host, Mr. Eddie V. Thank you guys for joining me. Unfortunately, Corey and Jesse weren't able to join on this episode. So yes, it is another solo audio episode. Um, The guys are very busy, so they wouldn't be able to join me. But I did want to give you guys at least an episode uh for this week. And tune in to next Wednesday, because Jesse and I... Has something very special for you guys. We watched the movie. What we do in the shadows. Um, and you guys can watch that. Uh, is we did a, a comedy. Uh, kind of commentary. on About watching that movie. So it will be dropping for Halloween. So you guys will have a Halloween episode. In case if there's too scary. For scary movies. If you feel that way. Get some good laughter in. It was a really great movie. So you guys will be able to watch that episode. I mean. Not watch, actually listen to that episode, I should say. But you can listen to it while watching the movie in a dry commentary. It was really good. But uh, we're going to get into the show, or I'm going to get into the show. Uh are not going to uh, kind of talk about what's been in my arsenal. Uh, definitely been getting further into uh, Breath of the Wild for The Legend of Zelda. I re- am making progress. I will finish that game, <laughs> hopefully real soon. I, uh, I got some time off. Um, so I'm going to be diving really deep into that. Also, um, I have to be start up Super Mario RPG. Um, I'll be playing that on Super NES Classic, so I'll be working on that real soon. And Guys, give you an update. I, I'm going to try to beat it in four days, uh, if that's a possibility. Uh, definitely next week I'll have some time off, so I'll definitely give you guys an update about that but yeah that's what i'm doing for switch um for ps4 haven't really played anything but i think i'm I'm about to get back into grand theft auto 5 and um i'm gonna be jumping back into bloodborne um you guys can check this episode of platinum plays uh my good friend moose lee uh he is part of the nurse gone platinum but you guys should check out and subscribe if you guys are big playstation fans um he has uh adopted me, I should say, <laughs> or I have adopted him uh for him to be my bloodborn dad uh shout out to uh mattillo also I think he's my i think I called him my uh grandpapa. Uh a Bloodborne, I don't know, but I think he's he's considering me as a dad too. I can I hopefully he'll join me, me uh me and Moose and we all can play. Uh everybody know my thoughts about Bloodborne, but I did have fun with it. So you guys can check that episode. Um hopefully me and Moose will return back to it um and get back into a floor of things. I'm I'm going to be trying to play more with them, give them a heads up, be like, Hey, if you got if you want to jump in, uh we could do it. So I am planning to get back onto Blood uh some more Grand Theft Auto five and I wanted to get back into playing Neo. Um I, I really wanna start that back up uh because I really have fun and I kind of prefer for, for weird reasons I kind of prefer Neo over um bloodborne uh i think neo's a little bit faster but i am and i'm trying to get back into it um also i kind of want to get uh get a copy of nino cooney i think i need to start that and dragon quest 11 and spider-man i'll probably get around black friday there's just too much stuff coming out definitely on switch that i'd have to pick up and i got to get through um so it that just adds more to my backlog i should say but for, um, my Xbox, uh, like I mentioned last week, I finished, uh, events warfare, Call of Duty. So if you guys missed that, you can check that out. Um, really great story, uh, about that. Uh, played Forza Horizon 4, finished, the uh, first chap, 10 chapters of the stunt driving. Then it opened up another part where now it's drift racing and there's another 10 chapters. So this game is kind of huge. I, I think I put a, maybe around forty five plus some hours into gay and I still haven't did everything. Like I'm still finding stuff. Still getting secret cards. Like there's a lot to unpack. I, I believe I have four houses right now that I unlocked. I think I got two two or uh, i think i got two more to go that i need to unlock uh i will have that i will have to check in and i'll let you guys know that um but really really still enjoyed that game just uh, uh truly having fun with that um started up Far Cry 5, uh, as my, uh, extinction, so I will be getting into that also, um, still in the first area, like kind of beat the tutorial and got to like the first part of the game, so I will be powering do that um uh sometime this week and next week um also uh got into ghost recon wildlands um i beat that game already but uh like i said i still need to do the sam fisher i had to take it out for a while because i had to start playing some other games and everything um so uh, I will be getting ready for Red Dead uh, Redemption this Friday. So um, you guys will be able to get that review probably within two weeks. I'm sorry it's going to be late uh, because, you know, of course we here at ngr radio we buy our own games so our review process or our personal review process depends on when we want to put it out uh, how much time we're going to spend with the game and give our thoughts um so i will be giving it at least two weeks um i really need time to delve into that um and really you know try to check everything out and then put forth uh the review for it um also i need to pick up soul caliber 6 uh i'm i think i'm gonna get it on ps4 because i want to play uh some other people online um but I, I'm doing, I, I'm talking to some people that I really want to play so I could do a review for that. But there's a lot of stuff, like I said, for Switch that's coming out that I need to get ready for. Definitely like Diablo 3. Um, I'm not doing Fallout 76. Uh, I believe Jace, Jason Marshall from uh, Nurse Gone Platinum is doing it. So uh, if he does a review, he'll give his impressions. Uh, hopefully, I could link to you guys on the Xbox page of uh, our Arsenal X Facebook page. Page, um, you know, link you guys there for that um, because it, it really is uh, something that some people are looking forward to. But I, like I said, I tried to get it to the games and could not do it. So, hopefully, um, you guys will be able to check that out. I know we I still got to get Dark Souls, and we'll have to check that out. Um, and then there's some other Xbox games and, and PS4 games and Switch games and, uh, 2DS and 3DS games. Like, I still haven't picked up Luigi's Mansion for 3DS and I, and I need to get that, like, <laughs> like real quick. Um, oh, speaking of 2DS, yeah, uh, I played Yo-Kai Watch 2, few months. still playing that game and still loving it. Um, uh, and it's weird because I also found my Dragon Quest 7, uh, for 3DS and I need to get uh back into that. Um uh, I I know that uh. that uh I was I was at a dungeon and I'm at a boss and I lost. So I gotta kinda try to get back so I could like grind um and you know kind of save a repeat and see if they got a store or something. Um uh, like I need to go up probably about seven more levels uh before I actually get into that uh boss. So Um, but I am going to be working, uh, playing a lot of games as much as I can, give you guys updates and stuff. I, I, I constantly jumping around. Uh, I know at this time, uh, Red Dead uh, Redemption 2 will be my main game, uh, because of the review. Far Cry 5 will be my extinction and but I'm going to be putting a lot of focus into, uh, Breath of the Wild and into, um... Uh, super mario rpg and like i said i'm gonna be trying to get into bloodborne on certain days and jump into neo so i'm going to be juggling a lot uh definitely when i'm at work i play a lot of my 2ds so uh i i end up playing a lot of the uh yokai watch too so but that is what's been in my arsenal. Of course, Jesse's been party Jesse's been playing Call of Duty Black Ops four. Uh Corey's been playing Shadow of the Toon Raider. Uh those guys will come back probably in uh on next next episode after the commentary to talk more about their progress in the games that they've been playing. So uh yeah, that's that's what's been in my arsenal. Uh, there's a lot. I'm still constantly jumping around. But um I do have plans for some games in November. Like I said, it's packed. Um And, you know, like Let's Go Pikachu and Diablo 3 are like my main priorities when those games come out because I want to do reviews for them and I want to have some discussions for them. But we're going to get into some arsenal news right after this break and I will be right back. and i am back so we're going to get into a little bit of this arsenal news we have a lot lots of stories uh to pack so um most of these stories are coming from game informer so you guys will be able to kind of like check it out um Half-Life 2, Portal, Left 4 Dead 1 and 2 are all enhanced on Xbox One X. Um, this morning, at Major Nelson tweeted out four new backward compatible Xbox 360 games now available with enhanced graphics for the Xbox One X. Joining the enhanced library, players can now experience classic titles Half-Life 2, The Orange Box, Portal, Still Alive, Left for Dead, and Left for Dead 2. Now with upgraded visuals and higher resolutions on Xbox One X. The four games announced today join 17 other enhanced titles including Crackdown, Assassin's Creed, Red Dead Redemption, Halo 3, The Witcher 2, Assassin's of Kings, The Elder Scrolls 4, Oblivion, and more. Making for a grand total of 21 enhanced Xbox 360 games available on the Xbox One X enhanced graphics for these games are tuned are turned on by default lending higher resolution to the games nine times the pixel count in greater detail allowing for crisper visuals and better clarity without touching the existing game code players can optionally turn off the enhanced graphics setting returning the games to their original graphical status comparable to anything playable on the standard xbox one so far the xbox backwards compatible library includes our 500 xbox 360 games 21 enhanced titles and 23 original xbox exclusive with a promise of more to come it'll be interesting to see what xbox continues to add to the enhanced roster um so that's really cool if you guys are into a lot of valves or games definitely uh I would say Left 4 Dead and Left 4 Dead 2 are great additions and, and games. Um I love Portal but I uh prefer Portal 2. Um and if you guys are into the Half-Life series, yeah, go check it out. Um that the Half-Life the Orange Box one. It was really good uh when it came out, but like for me, uh uh yeah, Half-Life 2 I have not a, a big history about it, but I didn't think it was the greatest game or the best game. Um but that's just me, like I said. But we're gonna move on. Uh Skybound CEO wants the Walking Dead uh finale to be entirely developed by former Telltale. With Telltale having closed and laid off its staff, The Walking Dead's incomplete final season hangs over a lot of the news for fans of the series. While SkyBow confirmed they would be finishing the story out, out, the question of how exactly they would bring in the terminated Telltale staff to fix it was still important. It reminds people of the human cost behind their favorite games. It did not take long for this subject to come up when SkyBow CEO Ian e. Howe held an Ask Me Anything session on Reddit while he did not go into specific details about how he plans to bring in Telltale developers to finish the game, it was clear about how much of the team would be comprised of former Telltale employees. The plan is, to, the plan is for it to be staffed for 100% by former Telltale staff, he answered. The only time we love elsewhere is if we can't fill a particular role from former TT people. Howe also added that he has been in contact with most, if not all, of the Walking Dead team, but this is not confirmation that all of them are willing to or able to return. Presumably, some degree of the team have plans that are incompatible with Skybox intentions to continue development. There is no time frame for the remainder of the Walking Dead, the final season, though the first two episodes are still for sale. So, uh... And this uh, was written by Erman Khan in the uh, Game performance take, or our take, I should say. While the idea of going back and finishing the project I was working on sounds good, hopefully those who were laid off find a more permanent and agreeable solution than after, slash, after this. This is one of those situations where no one is really in the wrong right now. But things could definitely be way better. So, um, that's cool that they're trying to go, at least go back in get those get those staffs because i'm just like if you bring in new people you're going to have to re kind of redo the whole kind of game in a sense we're doing as in the ideas that you had for where the stories was going to go it's going to have to go in a whole different direction. So we don't know what, how three is going to turn out. And then we don't know how four and maybe five, if they decide to do it, would turn out. But uh, we shall see in the future. Like hopefully I I feel like this, if they could get at least 65% of the team back from Telltale that worked on this game, then I think they would be in a good space to do it. I mean, it, it to me personally, it would just make sense to get that many people, uh, back into doing, um, the project. I would. Look, I think that's like sixty-five percent. That's a that's a good percentage of getting that staff back to finish two episodes. You know, it. That's just my opinion about that. But we're gonna move on. Uh, taking seven sales, three million copies, series total up to forty-seven million. Tekken 7 has become one of the fighting game community's biggest mainstays since its released last year. And it looks like that momentum along with continual updates, guest characters, and a second season have translated to good sales numbers. Series producer Kasuh- uh, Kasuhiro Harada took to Twitter to announce some recent sales numbers. The highlight is that Tekken 7 has, over a year after launch, sold over 3 million copies, an impressive milestone for a fighting game. Harada also took the moment to mention that the series overall sale numbers have reached forty seven million. So that's that's really good. Uh, this bodes well for the future of Tekken 7 and continuing updates which should make a solid fighting game even better with time. Hopefully Bandai Neko other recent original fighting games sold calibre six can reach the same success. And if you guys are intrigued to read uh, about Tekken 7's review, you guys can check that out. So uh three million copies bringing up to forty seven million. That's that's cool. You know wow that that man that's about close to almost six million copies sold per uh per game. Um not including that uh uh team tech tact- Uh, team tag perform. Uh, team tag one. So about six, six point five, six point two million copies per game. If you average out in a way that is sold that much. So, uh, congratulations to Ben and on the uh Tekken team. So yes, hopefully you know when Tekken Eight comes out, that you know there still continue to be a strong community for it. Um, but we're gonna move on. Pyramid Head costume to Metal Gear Survive for Halloween event, and. Oh boy, this is a mess, <laughs> but let's see what they got. Uh, Konami has revealed that a pyramid head costume, Silent Hill 2's primary corporal antagonist, will be a part of Metal Gear Survive's upcoming Halloween event. In front of the Konami crossover, crossover crossing over, Castlevania music will also be coming to the game in the form of cassette tapes. The mission is titled The Research Story, which runs from October 23rd to way past Halloween on November 6th, and lets players who have completed the game's main story earn points in a special mission. Earn enough points to don the costume for Pyramid Head, but you can also earn cassette tapes for Castlevania games like Symphony of the Night and Rondo of Blood, which are conveniently coming out together on PS4 on October 26th. The Silent Hill main theme will also be available. So, and you guys can see a picture of it if you would like uh, Metal Gear Survive released earlier this year with the absence of high acclaim Konami has somewhat managed to rehabilitate their most recent release of Bomberman partly on the back of Konami crossovers. so maybe Metal Gear Survive can do the same uh, I, I really have big doubts that Metal Gear Survive um, can actually survive uh, but We'll see if anyone who's still playing the game. Uh, you know, go work hard to get that. You know, I don't think the Silent Hill community really cares. Um, and I think there's still some bitterness about it. It's just like how would you, how do you not only cancel that Silent Hill game? Not only did uh Kojima and Konami have a disastrous kind of relationship on how it on how things end but then you take those properties oh even the castlevania uh rondo blood um not rondo blood but the castlevania series um like how all the how all those creators and just how everything with those games related to konami have kind of just been you know problematic and very like i said earlier disastrous of like how how you gonna try to use each other to you know, still kind of have a relevance and try to bring, uh, definitely from the West, bring players back to loving you as a company. Yeah. You did great with Barber man on the switch, but not enough to bring people back fully. Uh, so, it's kind of weird uh, that that happened, but if you guys are into it, you know, I, I'd rather have a new Silent Hill game. I'd rather have a new Metal Metal Gear game. And see who, who are the people who are there. Let's see if you have new talent that can really put promise to those titles. You know, Metal Gear, yes, may it rest, I, I say. But maybe it can find new life under a new uh, director. And maybe Silent Hill can come back under a new director. Uh, maybe it can, it's the same thing with Castlevania. Maybe it's time for Konami to look for some new directors and... N- People who are willing to accept the to accept the job to make those games great, uh, and probably put be back in a better position than just Barman man being on Switch and then ported to anywhere else. So we're gonna move on. Uh, studio head Jay Raymond leads EA. EA announced some big organiz- organizational changes today. Uh, Jay Raymond, the head of EA Motive, the studio focused on Star Wars properties, is leaving her position. During Raymond's time, Battlefront 2 was released, but we knew the studio was also working on multiple projects, including an open world Star Wars game, a new action adventure IP, and a mysterious project. Raymond joined back in 2015 to head a multi purpose studio, which would create its own IP and provide support for other EA projects. Raymond previously worked at Ubisoft as producer on the Assassin's Creed series and executive producer on both Watch Dogs and Splinter Cell Blacklist. We do not know Raymond's plans at this time for her next venture. We do, however, know Samantha Ryan will be taking Raymond's place. Ryan has an impressive resume, previously working as president of Monolith and as SVP of product and development at Warner Brothers. Ryan has been helping lead other teams at EA from BioWare to Maxis. EA issued the following statement to Game Informer. Um, EA Studios is focused on bringing more creative new games and content to players. Laura Mayo and her team have taken several steps internally to better support our game makers in this pursuit, such as expanding Samantha Ryan's portfolio to lead additional studios, including Modem. Modem. Samantha is known for driving creative design and supporting game teams so they can bring their vision to life. She is a deeply experienced game maker with a gameography that spans from The Sims to Batman, Arkham City, to No One Lives Forever to the highly anticipated Anthem. With this change, Jay Raymond has decided to leave Electronic Arts. In her time with us, Jay helped to build great teams, and our projects underway at Motive and other studios continue unchanged. We are, we're appreciative of all her efforts, and we wish Jay all the best as she moves on to her next adventure. We are driving greater creativity into everything we do across EA Studios, and we'll look forward to sharing more in the months to come. EA Moto has seen its share of ups and downs, announcing the closure of visual, uh, visceral games and putting an end to a single-player linear Star Wars game. The project is currently being revamped to go in a more open-world direction. A few months ago, when we talked to Raymond, she discussed some robust with Moto's new IP. Raymond noted some people who joined the project early on already left and the game still hadn't left the conceptual phase. So... Uh we here at NGR Radio and uh definitely me from here at Arsenal X Rich Jay Raymond the best. Um she had really worked hard at EA. You know, she's one of the most recognizable names there. And it's kind of sad to see her go. Um, uh, but I look forward to what she does next with her uh with projects and stuff um, where I wonder if she's going to go indie or if she's going to move on to another studio maybe she'll go to Square Enix and help out with uh, the Marvel games she has a lot of places to go and because her name is well known and recognizable in the gaming industry I think she'll easily be able to find work um, in a new, in another position. So, um, maybe she want to take time for a vacation and spend time with family and friends and stuff. Um, I think it's well deserved and well expected. So, um, we'll see in the future, but yeah, we wish you the best Jay women. I know you don't listen to Arsenal X, but if anyone knows her or anything and wishes her the best, um, let her hear this podcast. And, uh, hopefully she accepts our love and you know we cannot wait to see what she does next but we're gonna move on to uh to the next story um never may cry five special editions will keep you warm but cost you two twenty thousand dollars for everything uh, the time has come, and so has Devil May Cry 5, which is releasing in the uh, relatively short feature of March. If you're a big fan of the series, you're probably anticipating buying the game, and maybe also whatever special edition Capcom inevitably puts up with the game. Well, you might not want to commit to that last part quite yet, at least if you're not independent, wealthy, or in Freddy cold. Capcom has revealed three new special edition bundles for Devil May Cry 5 for sale via Capcom's Japan store. The three versions are basically extremely expensive jackets you can buy for each of the main characters, Dante's Red Duster, Nero's Dark Blue Coat, and V's Sleeveless Golf Dream. The Dante variation is, of course, the most expensive, running 900,000 yen, or roughly $8,000 U.S. No one ever said being stylish is easy or cheap, though you think Dante will take better care of his jacket, considering how often it gets chop- chopped up or sliced, at, or he himself gets impaled. For people who don't have $8,000 to spend on their jacket, but do have $6,500, uh, or $6,500 um, 750,000 yen Nero's new jacket is also an option sadly this does not come with a bunch of replaceable arms but one of the sleeves is cut off so if you do have replaceable arms you're good to go finally we have V's vest jacket now you can tell the world I am probably related to lady but that's not confirmed so in the meantime let's just make Kilo Ren jokes and one quick 600,000 yen or roughly five thousand dollars fashion statement. The jacket uh, six hundred thousand yen. Uh that's right. Um the jackets are all replicas of the ones Capcom used to scan it to the game using the same technology they use for Resident Evil Sevens for the ballistic clothing. That means Don- the Dante coat you buy is identical to what he wears in the game. And you guys can check a picture of it picture of it uh on Game Informer. Um they have a picture of the person wearing the coat and everything. This is also not a new thing in general for Capcom, who has become somewhat taken by the idea of the messy, expensive special editions. These Devil May Cry 5 bundles come after Capcom already announced $700 Resident Evil 2 keyboard, which is still for sale. Maybe you can haggle them down to a price for all three jackets and the keyboard. Devil May Cry 5 releases on PlayStation 4, Xbox One, and PC on March 8th. Uh, these jackets kinda look cool. I wanna say I V's vest jacket doesn't look that surprising. Um you know Dante's look looks really cool, but a little bit cosplayish and it may be a little bit better. Uh it, it might also be the material that they use for it. So, um if you guys wanna check it out and you got that money to spend, hey, uh look at it. Um it is only available in Japan, so not America, but hey importing is a thing <laughs> it seems. So you might want to add more money to that if you got the money and the time to do that. Uh moving on to the next story though. But there's the warrants that Fallout seventy six might have bugs. With Fallout 76, the first online multiplayer game in the series, on the horizon, Bethesda is eager to start talking about the game. The beta itself launches on Xbox One and a week later on other platforms, meaning fans are going to start getting their hands on the game in a matter of hours. Um, and people did get their hands on it and everything. Ahead of that, hands on, Bethesda wanted to share a few words with the Fallout community to talk about the game. Um, as a development studio we've taken a lot of journeys the letter starts we try not to repeat ourselves yet all of our games have a similar dna in 2015 we decided to try something very new and very scary for us take one of our worlds and make it online only once the ideal of fallout online survival game stuck there was no turning back but still some worry and questions Would people want this from fallout Would they want it from us How the heck are we going to uh, make this? And what exactly is this? The letter goes on to explain some of the rationale behind the game, but perhaps the most uh, pertinent paragraph comes near the end. We all know with the scale of our games and the systems we let you use that unforeseen bugs and issues always come up. Given what we're doing with Fallout 76, we know we're opening everyone up to all new spectacular issues none of us have ever in somewhere where of, uh, such as areas where performance needs to improve with lots of players others we surely don't we need your help finding them and advice on what's important to fix we'll address all of it for now and after launch fallout 76 beta as mission begins on Xbox One the full game releases on PlayStation 4 Xbox One and PC on November 14 um and their take is, for Game Informer, this feels like Bethesda realizing that clips of bugs and choppy frameworks are going to get shared around the internet and they want to get ahead of it by saying it will be fixed by launch eventually. Um, I can't imagine a letter to Fallout fans assumes that community is a well used to Bethesda bugs by now. So this letter is presumably for everyone else and is asking Fallout fans to be understanding and not to share them. Um, but... Uh, if you, if those who played the uh the Fallout series, uh, any online game or any game really at this time are going to have bugs, and there's always going to be a patch and work to uh do better uh to you know. Uh, balance them out and stuff like that like fighting games are always getting patched to balance issues and things um online games are always getting patched to uh, fix issues like even call of duty Black Ops 4 having some server issues and stuff that like you know they've been working on that to get it better so it's it's nothing that's out of the ordinary i believe but it can be it's going to get fixed and i think for those who are going to be picking up fallout 76 uh, yes, there's going to be videos and probably comedy and stuff involved and everything. Uh, but you know, I, I think Beth- Bethesda and those who are fans, the fallout and Bethesda games know that there's going to be problems. So we'll see, we'll see what happens, if that's going to affect reviews or anything, but let's see what happens in the future. Uh, moving on to our next story, uh, actually this is going to actually be our actual last story um uh, uh you know so uh yeah uh i am made in blast onto ps4 xbox one and switch yes uh earlier this year we got a solid look at eon Maiden, a uh, 3D Realms new first-person shooter. Eon Maiden attempts to capture the glory days of shooters like Duke Nukem, Blood, and Shadow Warrior right down to the, the pixelated art style, ridiculous number of secret areas, and frantic action. 3D and just confirmed uh, after much teasing that the game will be arriving on PlayStation 4, Xbox One, and Nintendo Switch as well. According to a release, uh, press release, 3D and is teaming up with Russian publisher one Entertainment to bring the game to consoles and QT uh 2019 um and if you guys want to check out more of their precious you can go to gammaform.com and check it out but yeah it's coming to all the platforms um and it looks kind of cool i should say it's going to be very interesting on how this game is going to be different on each console uh like let's see how it runs on ps4 and pro let's see how it looks on xbox one x on how it runs and is there going to be much control and how it runs on nintendo switch um i'm very intrigued to see this um like it will be out next year uh how much it's going to cost we don't know at this time but yeah you know it coming to all three platforms it's really great um i think i'm going to wait for reviews uh for this one uh and We'll see what, what happens. I'll probably pick it up for Switch um, just to get more to see what they do for it. But uh, we shall see. If not, I'll probably pick it up for Switch or Xbox One. Who knows? But if you guys want to check it out, like I said, you can do that. So when I come back, we're going to get to uh, Arsenal Exchange and uh, talk some games. <laughs> I am back so let's get into this arsenal exchange and this one might be an actual two-parter because i want to get jesse and i want to get cory's um opinion about this so uh shadow of the tomb raider got a 30 percent discount on Steam, and it got reviewed by by some of the pc players because uh, it went on sale. I think it's like forty or forty-four percent, or forty or forty-four some dollars off, and people complained that for a game like this, you know, after a month that it came out, not even a not even a month, uh, probably about almost well getting close to almost like two months that this game has come came out. That the PC version, uh, only was the one that, to get a sale. And that upset people. And so they be bonded And my thing is, why? What purpose does it serve? It's not hurting Square Enix. You know, coming from a console uh, viewpoint from this, is that for people who had Spider-Man and uh, Assassin's Creed Odyssey and had um, uh, Tomb Raider, Shadow of the Tomb Raider to come out, it's just like you had a lot of top games, definitely with indie games and stuff, that come that came out and you know, try to battle each other. And so with this PC sale, a eh, Shadow of the Two Raider might not even sold well on PC. So to bring in more sales for the game, Square Enix probably dropped it off. My problem with it is that the some of the PC fans who bought it at sixty dollars. Getting upset shouldn't be upset. We gotta show support for some of these developers. Because if they put out great product and you can read my review on NGR Radio, uh, Corey is loving this game. Um hopefully Jesse gets a chance to play it sometime soon. That this is a great game. It's just because a game went on sale shouldn't be getting negative reviews. This is, to me personally, is kind of childish on some of the gaming community, and the reason why I say very childish is that you made a big deal about a game getting a sale. It's and it's back to original price, but it was only thirty four percent. It's not a big sale. I can understand. I can even understand if it was fifty percent, because what's going to happen when it comes to Black Friday? You know. Th- Tons of great games are going to get dropped in prices. And for people who are constantly buying a lot of $60 games, at like, like, it'll be like 65% off on Steam. Like they'll get it for $2 or $3 and get it for cheap and they don't say nothing about it. So why, to me, it's completely unfair. You know, Mass Effect Andromeda even had, didn't have this this much outrage, but EA dropped the price so they could get sales for it because they weren't doing enough sales on console. I got the deluxe digital version, which was about 70-some, 80-some dollars for like 40-some bucks. And yes, now it's cheaper, but it was just like to get a full game at a really cheap price when it was still $60 plus in the store, like it was $80 physically, at the store for the digital version. And to get like half of that on my system, on my console, that's a great deal. You know, when a video game, whether it's new or old, when it goes on sale, it, it is good because it not only helps the consumer to add great games to their library, but it gets more people willing to buy the game. And, you know, maybe it might be a loss for that developer or even that publisher but they'll make that up. You know, hey, if I get this at 34%, hey, this is a microtransactions, season pass, some DLC, some cosmetics. Stuff like that could also make up the make up for any loss of uh sale. So that 34% could get come back people buying season pass, clothing items, you know, it, we're in a generation that there are not a lot of people who could fully play a game with their own skill. Might sound controversial, but follow me on this. Uh, one of my Twitter friends posted out, um, the difference between retro and modern games and why retro games stand out more, uh, than, uh, modern games. Uh, he, he made a comment that, do you think modern games are too easy? Um, and I completely said yes. And I mentioned that, of course, with retro games, it was based off skills. You didn't really have the night checkpoints, auto saves and stuff like that. You had to go on to skills, um, with a lot of modern games, you can still have skill. But if your skill is not up to uh, a level that's making you frustrated, hey, you can pay your way out. You know, you could progress by a paywall and that's crazy to me. So companies could use that advantage uh, or they could use that as marketing, you know, just put it out there to kind of tease you and make up any lost sales through that way, through that avenue. You, you want the best gun and everything to shoot everything because you feel like you don't want to put in the work. Bam, you can pay $15 right here or $9.99, $6 or something. And we'll give you the gun. Blast your way through it. And people will be like, well, how did you get this gun? Well, if if it's if it's, if it takes a long time, if it just comes out and you have the gun and stuff, and people know that you didn't grind to get this gun. You pretty much paid for it. They know. I would say your skill level might not be up there yet because you will work to get that gun. You will refuse to be like, you know what? Thank you for the offer, but I could get this on my own. So a lot of companies who put a lot of their new products and stuff on sale, maybe they can make it up in uh, microtransactions. You know, who knows? But I I just feel like it's kind of ridiculous on the outrage. First of all, Shadow the Tomb Raider came out in September. It is almost the end of October, the beginning of September. Just like like the second week of uh, September, the game came out. It is almost the end of October. Why does it even matter now? It's been almost seven weeks since that game came out. People are now just picking it up. People are playing it. For the PC community, you got other stuff in your Steam account that you could play. And Steam really, I think Steam needs to look at this, not do their algorithm stuff. They need someone who works at Valve to look at this problem and be like, okay, delete your comment because you didn't really comment on the game. Delete your comment because you didn't really make a fair point about the game. You made up, you review bonded because it went on sale. That helps nobody. That doesn't help your argument about the game that doesn't uh diminish anything about Square Enix because they're still going to be selling and everything whether it's on console or PC you know people who bought who bought it you know you got I feel like this I, I, I have to fit the first edition of this game so mine is kind of a collector's item because when they can't when they can't sell this game anymore whether it be physical or digital you know i was still on the original maybe by the time i die or whatever my games would be sold someone else would have my first edition of my game so it's i i view point view it as that you know uh and I don't want to say that digital is not a first edition, but I have physical. I still do physical with my games. And whether a game drops the 30%, 70%, or whatever, if I if I buy it when it first comes out at sixty dollars or discount or whatever, you know, there might be some benefits to having it. A I get to play the game before anybody else does who picks it up. So I'll get to have that experience and I my anticipation and happiness or sadness whatever I'm feeling my mood is when someone else get that game later on down the line I get Kind of excited because I want to hear their opinion. I I want to revisit maybe when they pick it up. I want to revisit because I have that addition. Like I want to do more with that, and I get like ecstatic and happy, and sometimes upset and roll my eyes. I I, I feel not feel a certain type of way, um, uh, but I I kind of just have some enjoyment, some excitement that comes to me because I want to know what this other person thinks that they finally got this game. The whole NGR crew, well, most of the NGR crew have Spider-Man. Corey, I think Corey, Matt, Moose, Jeff, and Jason. Those have it. Me and uh, Jesse don't have it because Jesse doesn't have a PS4. And I... Uh like I said, don't have Spider-Man. But I know when I mention that hey everybody, I have Spider-Man, I'm going to play this. A lot of people are <laughs> concerned and thoughts pop up real quick. And maybe because I'm opinionated and uh I I'm opinionated in an outside manner, I should say that. A lot of people are going to kind of be like oh what does he think about this game and i maybe i did stir up some controversy or a discussion i say when i said is spider-man uh uh uh, a spider-man is this spider-man made good because insomniac did it you know that was a question that i asked just a general question had a lot of responses And I think once I give my opinion on what I think about this game, once I pick it up and play it, play through it, I think it's going to spark more controversy and more discussion. Just my opinion. And and maybe it's because I have, sometimes when I talk about games and even my reviews and stuff, I have a certain kind of viewpoint, but I I try to be fair about stuff. So, but that's just my thought on it. I, I think, this is just the. that's just the. maybe some of the pc community i don't think a lot of people feel that way i think a lot of people who picked up shadow of the tomb raider um really enjoyed the game whether you picked it up when it came out physically or additionally for the first time at sixty dollars or if people who did pick it up on the sale and really enjoyed the game you know us for physical members we didn't get a discount on Shadow the Tomb Raider if we did it was probably about like 10% off like $5 or something off and it's a digital version like there's no sale on the physical version and we probably like I said we probably won't get one until Black Friday but it the the review bombing me on PC was kind of just it, 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 it's upsetting in a way but it's kind of disappointing to be like We still are acting this way about games. Whether they're new or old. Like. In this sense. Really. Like. Did you complain? And it's mostly for the people who already had the game. I should state that. That they got upset. But you already. You bought it at $60. You beat the game probably. And you're not probably even playing it. So why even upset? You know, this is to get people who've been waiting for the game, probably have too much to play or got, you know, don't have enough time, but always want to, but still want to support Square Enix and still love the uh, Tomb Raider franchise on PC. And maybe this is a great way. And but and maybe they have a budget. Maybe they couldn't buy this game at sixty, but at forty for some dollars, you know, some extra cash came in. Hey, they got time to buy this on PC. You know, there's there's a lot of reasons that could happen. So that's my thoughts on it. Um I kinda wanna like I said, I wanna do a part two because I wanna hear Jesse and I wanna hear Corey's um opinion about this. And they those guys probably will have a lot to say. But um uh, that's gonna be it for Arsenal X. I'm gonna do some quick plugs. Um uh, I wanna know what you guys think about new games going on sale or how do you even feel about games that go on sale when you bought it at original price you know maybe something down the line like I'm buying Shovel Knight next year even though I paid 20 bucks on a Wii U version getting the free updates I'm still paying I'm paying the $40 and stuff and maybe I'm just like well this game should be $20 because I paid you know it's that kind of argument, but you no, know, I want to hear what you guys think. You can email us show at arsenalxpodcast at gmail.com. Also let us know on our Facebook page. Um, you could go to Arsenal X NGR Radio's Xbox podcast group on Facebook and, uh, join us there. You can find us on Twitter at Arsenal X podcast and on Instagram at Arsenal X podcast. You can find Corey at coreynhd NHD eighty six. You can find Jesse at Phantom Maggot AX. You can find me at that retro code. You can check our YouTube page, Arsenal X X podcast. Um, you can check out Phan- uh, Jesse's um cool music at on soundcloud phantom maggot um you can check us on twitch also Um, uh, we all have our own twitch uh channels and stuff. So, so you go to ngrradio.com to find that uh info uh my twitch thing is the lyrical one i will be returning back with xbox One the ps4 with some of those games because i want to get back into my let's learn series um it's been a while for i did that um you also check out um Ax plays on uh uh our Xbox uh YouTube channel. Um, uh, you can find it, uh th- find it there. I need to get back into Resident Evil Four. <laughs> I want to get uh play more of that and get to talking about that and some other games. I like I said, I want to do. Uh, with that, um, you guys can check out Pot and Play Season Three. Um, our latest episode is the Technomancer, and me and Corey had thoughts about that game. Uh, and we played it on Xbox, so you guys can check it out there. Um, there's more episodes coming. Um, uh, Sunset Overdrive, Uh, Titanfall Two, Um, uh, Quantum Break. And uh God of War would be our season finale, so you guys can check that out also. Um we got other shows and stuff that's coming and you also can check out um Nurse Gone Rogue on our YouTube page. Um Nurse Gone Platinum on their YouTube page. Um, Nintendo Power Block on their YouTube page and B-Sides on Nerds Gone Rogue YouTube page. And also check out us all at NGRRadio.com. We have a lot of content up there with videos and our own personal writings. You can check out some of my reviews. Um, my video video games volume four is up there on Option Opinion. So yes, also check that out. Um, last thing I want to plug for you guys. Um, you can also check out World 1-1 Podcast at, Sound, um, not SoundCloud at uh on our face facebook page there um we we got some uh episodes me and larry giver um we have some episodes there uh so yeah check us out uh at at (laughs) shoutengine.com you can check world one one podcast so with that everybody i'm gonna throw up the x one more time yes Uh, Hopefully you guys were able to throw the X up with me. Um, Have a great week. Have a great weekend. And we will see you next time on Arsenal X podcast. Bye everybody.